Good afternoon and good evening. Whatever time you're listening this podcast on, thank you so very much for tuning into my first podcast. I'm your host Ronit and welcome to my podcast, Chai with Ron. Chai with Ron is a podcast where I spend some time talking to you about my experiences and adding value to every single one of you who is listening. So thank you so very much for tuning into my first ever podcast. This has been a dream project for me. Um this started back in 2018 and 2019 where I was, you know, really engrossed in startups. You know, I wanted to start something of my own, but I always used to face a problem as to, you know, where to start and how to start. I know what I wanted to do. but i did not know where i could start and um, you know this is a human nature you know we all tend to procrastinate a lot and that is exactly what i did something that i had to start uh, two years back or one year back you know i'm starting it now in 2020 you know but yes i am glad i am happy that i took this step and uh, this is a great opportunity i believe voice is a is a great medium to communicate and add a lot of value to people um you know who are listening before i start with my podcast you know i want to thank every single one of you you know who is doing their bits who are staying at home and you know who are protecting lives i know this is a difficult time for every single one of you you know but we are all doing our bits to fight this pandemic together and thank you to all the key workers you know who is who have tuned into this podcast and who are listening and thank you to every single one of you be that you know the delivery people the nhs uh, the doctors the private nursing staff the police the fire brigades you know every single key worker out there thank you so much i really hope that you know we fight this pandemic together and you know this ends soon So thank you so much every single one of you once again you know for tuning into my podcast so let's get started what is today's topic going to be about and you know before i jump on to you know what today's topic is going to be about i just want to give you a bit of background as to um you know why i want to do a podcast um so you know that you know this has been a dream project for me but at the same time you know i am passionate about um creating impact and adding value to people um around me i feel you know that gives me immense happiness you know when i add value when i help someone and um, you know i've always been like this since the childhood um so thank you so very much once again you know for all the love and support and uh, thank you so much so you know let's get started with today's podcast so the topic for today is why we should not give up and the way i want to go about this topic is basically give you guys a bit of brief and share my experience why we should not give up you know why because um you don't know how close you are to your goals you really don't know how close you are um you know it could have been a very easy thing for me to you know just give up and not do a podcast at times you give importance to other people's opinions so much that you try you know you actually start suppressing your dreams and you start suppressing your ambitions um you should not give up it's 
easier said than done and i know it is difficult for a lot of people you know who who have been constantly you know just chasing their dreams and and not getting results but this is the process you know you should not worry about when you would be achieving something you should enjoy the process because that process is going to teach you so many things that you have never experienced before so process is the best part of not giving up it's about you know taking those small steps uh, towards your goals and i'm glad that i took the step forward to start this podcast um, because i know that i could have been in a position where i could have you know easily just given up but i did not and i chose to you know just stay focused and you know just work on it now let me take you back to 2018 was a very interesting year for me because that was the year where i actually graduated so i've done my um bachelor's degree in finance investment and risk and to be very honest with you i did not enjoy um a single bit of my degree um that degree felt you know more like a task to me doing finance did not really interest me and um i was glad and in a way i was lucky to figure this out during the first year of my undergraduate degree that um, this is something that does not interest me i still did the degree any which ways uh, i learned a lot about finance during the last 3 years but if you talk about you know was i enjoying my degree i would say no um that was purely because i have you know i did not really find my passion i did not know what i wanted to do i was not self aware so i was a fresh graduate and the first thing you do after graduating is basically you find yourself a job and i think that was a rookie mistake that i did you know this is obviously my personal opinion i'm not advising anyone to do this but this is my personal opinion i feel once you actually finish your studies take some time out take some time out to to really explore what you want after bachelor's it was like a rat race for me it was like okay i'm going to find myself a graduate job why you know when that question why came up i did not have an answer for it the only answer i had for the why was oh because um, everyone's getting a graduate job i gone indeed like every other graduate does or any other you know placement or graduate websites and you start looking up for the keyword finance graduate schemes and um, you you're given with like i think so many search results you know it's it's so overwhelming because you see so many listings and um, slowly you know i started applying boom 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 and uh, i remember i had applied to around um, 15 to 16 uh, job placements um in the first or uh, two weeks uh, this was just within the finance and um, every single one of them rejected me so i was at that point was like okay now what now what am i going to do i have done my degree 
and people don't want me. So this is a situation where you're like stuck in the middle, right? You don't know what to do. But what I did then, instead of searching for the keyword finance graduate schemes, I started searching for graduate schemes. I'm like, okay, if somebody doesn't want me to, if somebody does not want me working in the finance industry, I'm just going to look for, I'm just going to look for any graduate schemes because as far as I remember, graduate schemes were something, you know, if you had a minimum grade, um, you know, and you have surpassed that grade, you know, they would happily take you in regardless of what degree you're coming from. Um, so another month goes by and this is, I believe I'm talking around August 2018, August, um, I have applied to around 75 to 80 jobs. Out of those 75 to 80 jobs, around, I feel, 60 jobs or 60 companies did not even did the initial screening process. And this is how shit, you know, the system works because... They don't even do the initial screening. And it's sad. It's it's sad. And out of 80, 60 people have not even screened me. They have not even seen my CV. So from what I have heard from a lot of people is that, you know, a lot of these, you know, companies use algorithms um, to track CVs and do the initial screening process. So the way this algorithm works is basically you would put a few keywords that you're actually looking for um, that actually matches the job description. And if your resume has those keywords, you basically clear the initial screening process. Um, the fact that 60 companies didn't even, um, you know, I did not have a response from them because they, don't, they did not even uh, clear my initial screening process was, at that time I was like, okay, there's no shot I'm going to get any chance of working anywhere because Everything on my CV before applying to a graduate scheme was all bullshit. And I'll be very honest with you. This was all bullshit. I had no experience working in a corporate space. No, no experience. I had never worked in an office. And my CV had no record of it. Yes, I did some internships. I did some part-time work. But I have never, ever worked in an office environment. And it was a complete bullshit. And I had bullshit experience on my CV and I'll be honest with you you know for all those people who are listening to me right now 70% of you have bullshitted on your CV 70% of the skills that people put on their CV are not even true we have all done this we have all bullshitted in our CV you know to find ourselves good roles and uh, good jobs so so yeah so coming back to the job offers so 60 companies did not even did the initial screening process. I'm left with 20 companies and I'm still at a hope. So I'm left with 20 companies and I'm still applying to new new companies. So out of the 20 companies, you know, 15 companies straight away rejected me. Um, and fun fact is they all give the same response. If you ever, if you have ever noticed any companies that rejects you, the only response they give you is that, oh, due to the high volume, you know, we cannot give you an individual feedback, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, you did not clear your interview at this point of time. Done. And now I'm left with five companies as a whole. And I was, I was literally on the edge of giving up. I was like, I've applied to 80 companies. 
and not one company has actually even called me for an interview it's it's a funny story because i was 21 years old i had no job and i was a recent graduate and i was not making money and i was unhappy at the same time you know me being unhappy was not because i was not making money me being unhappy was because why do i not know what my passions are why do i not know what i want to do in my life that that is exactly the reason why i was unhappy this unhappiness led to curiosity in me i was so curious to find my passion i was so curious and um, when i had those five companies as a hope um out of the five companies that i was still waiting for to give me a reply those five companies three companies rejected me and two companies called me for a one to one interview one of those companies had an adword on indeed and um, they said please send me your email at uh, this is this email if you are brave enough then call us on this number and i was like okay i've got nothing to lose so so this is something that i always used to do okay whenever i used to apply to any graduate roles or if i would apply to any sort of uh, work experience internships graduate roles job i would make sure that after submitting my application i would always give the recruiters the hr team a call why should you do that i'll tell you why now the hr team receives around 100 to 200 or maybe thousands of resumes in a day week or whatever time frame you're talking about you calling them up actually sparks a conversation between you and them so this is how the conversation usually flows so they'll be like hi blah 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 and then you tell them okay so i've just submitted an application just wanted to know if you have received it this is all you need to tell the hrd i have just submitted the application just wanted to know if you guys have received it the hr person had no clue who you were 15 20 minutes ago and this is the question they would ask you oh, okay so what is your name let me look for your application and then you say your name so this way now the hr person knows your name and whenever they would review your resume they would remember the conversation you you know you had with them another thing is that when you are doing something like this you've got nothing to lose so you calling them up actually shows them you know how eager you are or how desperate you are to 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 get the job now when this company wrote this on the indeed uh, job description that if you're brave enough please call me up i was like okay i'm going to call this company up so i called them up and um, i i was like hi can i please talk to the hr team and uh, um, there was a young lady on the other side of the telephone and she said yeah, yeah i'm the hr lady you know how can i help you so i told her that you know i've just submitted an application just wanted to know if you have received it she asked me for my name that way she knew who i was and uh, four days down the line she does the initial screening process and she sends me an email saying you know um, congratulations um, 
you know, you'll be having uh, an interview with our chairman and CEO and um, we'll take things on from there. So I was very excited. Um, I was I was super excited that, yes, finally, I'm going to get a one-to-one interview. I'm going to go in and I'm finally going to meet someone. I'm finally going to talk. Finally, after 87, 88 you know, um, applications, I am finally going to see someone who I can talk to about my resume. So I go in for an interview. I go for a one-to-one interview with the chairman and the CEO. And um, we are having a conversation. I come back home and a week later they say that, uh, I'm sorry, you know, unfortunately you did not clear the interview round. And at that point, I was like, man, oh, man. One company where there was an actual corporate slash office culture. There's only two ways from here. Okay, and let me tell you guys. When you are faced with rejections, there are two ways you can go about this. You can either be like, okay, I'm rejected. Let's go, you know. That's it. You put a full stop and you never look back. Or what you do is you email the company back. And that is exactly what I did. I knew that this is the type of company I want to work for. I knew that this is a type of office environment I would enjoy working in. And I was like, there is no way I'm going to give up on this company. I emailed back the the head of HR and these were exactly my words thank you so much for your email I understand that I was unable to clear the interview at this point for an internship the next line was a game changer for me what I wrote was is there however any possibility for even one week of shadowing slash work experience i don't want to be paid i just want to learn and i think when i said this this changed the entire game three days later i get a reply from the hr personnel and she tells me let's do one thing i've spoken to my director why don't you come back for a second round of interview Why don't you come back again? I go back again and there are five of us sitting in the room. um, All good candidates, I feel. And uh, we're all waiting for our turns for the interview. This time, my interview was not taken. I was directly invited into the room with five other candidates. And then there was an option given to us if we would want to do an internship. It was an interesting project that the company had planned and um, and they asked us whether we wanted to do an internship or not. Most of them said no, but there were two of us who actually said yes, we will do the internship. And at that point, I'll be very honest with you, money was not on my mind and um, what I want to do was not on my mind. The only thing on my mind that time was I'm going to get so much experience working here. B, 
I'm going to actually experience what it is like to work in an office environment. And there it was. I did not give up. I did the internship. I kept adding value. Not only was I focusing on the tasks that were given to me, but I was actually, you know, going a step forward and doing other things for, you know, be that, you know, designing websites on Wix. Like, I was doing other things as well, and I was adding value. And I think this is what the company actually noticed. And after I was done with six months of my internship, I actually was offered a job. And I cannot tell you how happy I was when I was offered that job. And uh, that changed everything for me because at that point I learned so much, A, and B, I finally got something that I really wanted. So... So the moral of the story is basically it was it could have been very easy for me to you know just give up and be like eh, you know who cares you know like I'm I'm just gonna give up I'm not gonna bother with all this shit anymore. But no, I had this one thing in me you know and I don't know this has been there for so many years that I am so curious to learn new things I'm so curious to um, adapt to fast changing environments uh, you know. Those kind of things are so interesting for me and they're not tedious at all. And I love those sort of challenges. This is what exactly not giving up is, you know. I could have given up after applying to 10 jobs and I could have been like, okay, that's it. I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, I'm getting no response. But no, I kept trying. If you want anything in life, It's like whatever you want in your life, it's like a numbers game. The more attempts you have, the better you get at it. The first, I think the 20, 30 companies that I applied to, I never, you know, really got in touch with the um, HR team and asked them why, you know, I should, you know, why was I not, why was I not selected or, you know, I did not try. But, um, I was glad, you know, that my dad actually told me at that point that it is very important to maintain your relationship with the HR people because you don't know how and when they would come in handy. And because I did not give up, I learned so much. I was, I think, working for around eight months and then I went off to do my master's. But those eight months of my life was one of the best time I gained so much insight by working with such great people I learned so much and it was truly like an experience for me and I'm so happy that um, you know the company actually saw this potential in me and actually gave me this opportunity so this is what happens when you not give up you know this could be, you know, you are either starting your own business or this could have been, you know, you are actually working towards something. You know, it's very important for us millennials, you know, to give up easily on things because, you know, after a point when we do not see the results, we feel that, okay, this is the end of it. But 
this is not how you should actually think i feel the way you should think is giving up is at a very later stage you should enjoy the process of failing you know when you start enjoying the process of failing that gives you immense pleasure because you learn so much i think my failures of being rejected by 86 companies gave me so much confidence and um i learned so much during that process and i figured out the type of mistakes i was doing while i was approaching i understood you know how i should um you know initiate my cold calls with the hr team you know i learned so much during the process the next time you actually think about giving up just think twice because you don't know how close you are to actually achieving something plus the process of failing so many times you know you know when okay let's let's think let's think about this this way okay when do you actually think of giving up when does a person actually think about giving up in their life a person you know thinks about giving up in their life when they have had a lot of failures when they are not achieving the goals that they have set when they are not seeing the results now let me advise you something enjoy the process and be patient you know hone on your skills you know you know you're good at something make it the best work on your skills polish them and keep working hard everyone is talented i feel i feel everyone out there is so talented everyone out there has so much caliber in them that they can do wonders so next time don't think about giving up keep trying keep trying you don't know how close you are to your goal keep trying keep working hard be persistent be optimistic you know and enjoy the process of failing that's where all the fun lies the fun is not the fun part was not me getting a job but the fun part there is actually realizing the amount you have learned by failing so much so don't so never take failure you know as something negative take failure as something positive you know try to change your perspective as to the way you think so before i end my podcast two things that i want to sum up um two main things that I highlight in this podcast is that a you should never give up and b you should enjoy the process of failure you should have immense pleasure in failing and do not care about what people think or people say just enjoy the process and trust me there is so much learning to be done when you fail that's it for today thank you once again you know if you have stayed till the end of the podcast thank you so much for for listening even if this podcast helps one person to not give up this would mean so much to me so thank you once again 
for tuning into this podcast i hope this podcast was a great value add i hope you took something away from this podcast um once again thank you so much for your love and support and i will see you on my episode number 2 of chai with ron